Welcome to the Positive Solutions for Life podcast. I'm Peggy Meyer, and I'm so excited you are here. In this and future episodes released on Fridays of each week, you will hear from other entrepreneurs, creators, and personal growth leaders through interviews and summaries of personal development books, strategies, tools, and ideas that can help you transform your mind and body from the inside out so you can truly, truly live the life you desire. Hello, Kathleen Kennedy. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited (laughs) to talk to you. I'm going to share a little bit about you with the listeners before we get started with our conversation. So inspired by a high school teacher who saw her potential and believed that she had more to offer, Kathleen Kennedy has been and continues to be an advocate, leader, and champion for teachers, educators, and public schools. For over 23 years, she has counseled and coached administrators by providing solid communication advice and assistance with public relations. Kathleen found her true calling through her first public her first school public relations leadership position at an Oklahoma Technology Center. From there, she led the communication team at Oklahoma City Public Schools as the executive director of communication and after a heart-wrenching setback, began a journey running the Center for Communication and Engagement, a center specifically designed to assist schools without a communication professional and be a resource and additional team member to already stretched school communication teams. She has worked significantly with crisis teams to support communication efforts, including disasters such as the May 20th, 2013 tornado in Mork, Oklahoma, that struck three school buildings during the school day and killed seven children. Kathleen has also used her talents to help school districts get the necessary resources to meet student needs including over a billion dollars in resources for teachers and students by helping to pass bond issues and tax referendums. In addition to her PR and communications firm, Kathleen has a masterclass leadership podcast series for educators that covers all things school communications, and she helps educators who want to advance into leadership through communication coaching. With all these roles, the most important leadership role Kathleen has is being a mama to her beautiful 11-year-old middle school girl. So welcome to the podcast, Kathleen. Thank you. I'm so, so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so happy you are here. Is there anything you want to add before we start our conversation? No, I I just, I was like, whoo, some days I feel like I'm not that old to have that much experience. <laughs> other days I'm like, no, you're that old. Like you got some, you got good. And then, or, you know, I walk back into a meeting and I'll, I'll with friends and, and like in an associations that I've been mm-hmm. in and they're like, let's ask our veterans. And I'm like, looking around, I'm like, oh, that's, that's me now. Got that wrong. Yeah, I know. I know. So yeah, I have a few years underneath my belt, but um, I've never stopped learning learning and growing. And I think that's like, that's so fun too, right? That is, that is. And that's like one of the things that we have in common 
business that we just love to learn and grow. Mm-hmm. I love learning. Um, I read a lot of books. I know you do because you, when I've been around you, you are always recommending so many great books, but we also have in common a passion for kids in schools. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been a school board member for over eight years now in our school district and love it, love just championing for kids and, and providing the best for the kids. But we also have a middle school daughter. So, you know, all of this life stuff is, is, is great to share with, but as we get started here, you know, I know that you have a lot of books, but is there any books or is there any actions that really triggered, you know, your leadership journey? Because this is all, your journey has all been about leadership. Wow. So I look back and, you know, I've, I've been involved in leadership in some form or another, uh, since, like a high school teacher kind of saw that ability in us and, and had higher expectations for us. But, but then a friends got me involved in leadership Norman, where I live, it's like a local leadership level. And then I led leadership or I did was involved in different leaderships here and there, but, um, I, I really like transformed my life a couple years ago. Um, but it, it began with, reading one single book. And, and it was, it was a pivotal moment because not only did they, did they offer the book offer like the most amazing insights, but they had a community where they were growing leaders on a different level. And I, I dove into that. I dove in with a coach. I dove into it in the behind the scenes. And it was my first introduction into the world of leadership and, and more of a higher accountability and, mm-hmm. and different, different look at it. And it started with the one thing book. And yeah, I, I know that's on our topic for today, but it's just, it was like a game changer for me. Right. And mm-hmm. that was really, uh, you know, then, and, and I, I also kind of fell into Rachel Hollis's community um, back when she was thriving in her first run at at leadership and developing entrepreneurial leader, entrepreneurial leaders. And mm-hmm. and I just there are just so many influences like that. But but the one thing was the catapult for me into a different type of leadership where I'm I am like in my most I guess natural state of being for yeah. me is yeah. is it is natural. It, it is a push to be my authentic self every single day. Well, that's awesome. So the one thing is by Gary Keller, right? I think. Yes, I that book. And so, mm-hmm. yes, I mean, that is such a huge book is, is there anything in particular about like that stands out? I mean, there's so many good things in that book. Is there something that really stood out that stays with you in, in what you're doing? Yeah for sure. And it's finding that one thing that makes everything unnecessary. Like, you know, you, you, you've got tasks or whatever you do that's in your job and, and, you know, that you have to do. Right. But where's the one thing that drives the majority of your business and makes you the most money and that makes you the most successful or sets everything else up so that it just becomes like dominoes and they fall Mm -hmm. into place. And that was for me learning that was, Oh, yeah. You go back to your roots, right? Like that's where you go every time. If you fall off and something's not working, then you're probably not following that one thing. Right. And so, and then fast forward, I have another mentor leader that I've worked with and her thing is focus time. Right. Mm -hmm. So when I marry those two together, it has changed the game for me. And so it's like, whoo, yeah, all systems are firing right now. Like, and I have a dedicated spot on my calendar now for focus time on my one thing. That's, that's awesome. Like 
Can you dive into that just a little bit more? Because I mean, I, I feel like people, you know, I struggle with this. I mean, I go back and I, you know, I read, okay, I get this. I need, you know, one thing and the focus time, you know, I, whether you call it focus time, batch time, you know, you're right. just, you know, you're kind of really spotlighting what it is that you want to work on and, and, and creating that time and space for it. Can you give an example of how that works in your life or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I will, I will, I will actually show you, I wonder if it'll show with, uh, with my background. Cause I, I have it actually written out oh, awesome. <laughs> on a big spreadsheet. Okay. Well, I can't quite see that because it just blocked okay. you. <laughs> so I'll tell you, okay. I keep it up and I, I actually measure what my progress is. Right. <laughs> so in my focus time, um, where are the things that are, are giving me the most value for mm-hmm. being seen and, and for me to, so I guess it all goes to your vision. You have to know what your vision is for your for your life. Right. Mm-hmm. And mine is to make a difference in public education. Mine is to be a game changer for kids. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Ultimately, yep. I believe that public education is one of the greatest resources for our children, mm-hmm. no matter, you know, where you are in, in the world, in the United States, this is a game changer for us. Right. It's a free okay. resource. Yep. Now free yep. is the variable, <laughs> but, but, but what I, but my calling is to serve educators, to make them better leaders mm-hmm. so that they provide the very best education, right? Like that's my gift. My yeah. gift is to help change and transform leadership so that it it, it impacts kids all over. Right. And, and mm-hmm. that's the, the way we're going to change it. So what do I do in order to get that, that message out? Right. Mm-hmm. So I own a communications and PR business, right? I have a podcast. I have a masterclass video series that I deliver free, like uplifting content with. And then I also coach educators who want to be leaders and who want to be a better communicator. Mm -hmm. So all of those things kind of work together, but where do I, where do I get the most value? Well, I've always gotten the most value by speaking like by public speaking, right? People don't know that I exist. So unless you're out there beating on, on doors and knocking on doors and getting yourself a place to, to speak. So for me, that is where I have the biggest return on my investment. Like I'll, I just went last week to go speak, um, at a group full of a room full of superintendents. And they also asked me to pay to play, right? Like they're like, Oh, will you sponsor our breakfast? Right. (laughs) And all of our administrative assistants are meeting in the other room. Would you sponsor theirs too? Sure. Because I believe so much in what I'm doing and what, what the benefit is in the long run that I know that that will pay out. Well, I'm, I've already sent a contract to one of those school districts now. Cause they're like, Oh, we should be working with you. Yes. Uh, you know? yes. And that was it within three days after that meeting. Right. Wow. Like, so like yeah. a flip, I've met with them in person, send them a contract and they're going to sign the contract next Monday at their board meeting. Nice. So that is an example of focus time. I put it on my calendar to call all of these groups that have superintendent meetings. Cause I'm fine tuning. Where's my audience. My audience are getting in front of superintendents and leaders in education mm-hmm. and where do they meet? And so I, I've, that's what I do daily. I get on my calendar and mm-hmm. I look for leaders. I look for opportunities to go speak and curate those. Um, 
And so is that also in a podcast? Yes, it is, right? It could be in a podcast through someone who's already on a school board, right? Like you. <laughs> it could be with um, other school PR professionals. And I've done two in the last month where, uh, well, we're in November. It was October. But, right? So yeah. I'm working in areas where I know there's going to be a value and an impact mm-hmm. where my ultimate vision of impacting education can be met. And so I think that's that focus, right? That that's mm-hmm. my one thing yeah. for me, that is my one thing. And it's an example of how it's working. That's awesome. Because I, and I know that you started out with this vision and I think people, you know, sometimes we focus in on the wrong things because we don't know what our vision is and we're, you know, we can, there's a lot of distractions, right? <laughs> and Always. so there's so many distractions, but if we start with what our vision is and then focus in on the tasks, on those one things each and every day that mm-hmm. can move us closer to achieving that, like makes, laser focused. Oh yeah. It makes everything else fall away. Right. Yeah. But you can't ever get comfortable. And I'll tell you, I got comfortable and I was like, ah, and you let it slide. And then some of those contracts fall out. Right. Or, you know, I, the coaching piece for me is, is developing and it's new and I'm nurturing that because I've seen a need to, to, to grow leaders from the classroom level and having different conversations. I mean, we're, we're working with educators and they are retiring, right? Like, or they're just saying I've had enough because the political landscape and education is hard right now. Right. Mm -hmm. And in the United States, it's, it's challenging. And so I, through my master classes, I'm, I'm pouring life into them with joy and resources that fill their souls, not necessarily professional development as it relates to their classroom, but right. to fill them up, fill up their cups so that they're, they're not on empty. Then my coaching is transformational and it's moving them in a different way so that they can look at education and they can have conversations that are different than the people around them. We're not getting into the, what I'd say, like the, um, staff faculty lounge gossip the gossip you know those conversations aren't aren't helping us move our our mission forward right and and i would say that brass tacks when you get down to it most schools have the same mission right like no matter who they are right and and so it's just so important to change that leadership conversation Mm -hmm. and and moving that in a different direction so that too is like every time I'm out there speaking and now I'm doing trainings too, um, for, for leadership. And, and it's so exciting, right? Like that is my, it all boils back down to my mission. It does. And what's interesting is, is what you, you were talking about your, you know, you're, you're helping educators, you know, fill their cup, which, I mean, if we are running on empty, like we can't run, like we don't do well. And no when life seems like yeah, when life's, when life is just like, oh, you know, we need something to build us up, which doesn't necessarily mean we need more of work-related stuff, mm-hmm. right? So what are some things that like can fill not only teacher's cup and educator's cup, but like yeah. everybody's cup? Yeah. Talk about. Well, that's so great. Cause a lot of times in, in, in our world in education, you, you have a lot of people who are so used to pouring into other people mm-hmm. that they forget to pour into themselves. And, and that's anywhere, right? It depends yeah. on, on your level of performance and how high performing you are. But um, if you, if you find those things that, and I would say someone challenged me to do this too, is like, look at 
classes at your local technical school or online? Like what, what are some things that interest you? Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sitting here noticing right behind you, that beautiful flower uh, arrangement, right? I love floral arranging. Like if you bring me a bouquet of flowers <laughs> and I will sit and arrange it, I'll cut them to make them look in, like, so to go take a class on that would fill my cup. Right. And it's filling it up with something totally different. So when I'm filling up cups, like I did a thing, I interviewed a guy on laughter yoga and I was like, what in the mercy is laughter yoga? Right. I slept like a baby that night because I had released so much. Yeah. All these amazing endorphins were now in my body filled. And I, I've really never slept so great in my whole life. Oh, and so God. it's like finding these new things that they may stretch you. They may just nurture you that, that help you feel better. Like that's what you need to do to, you know, mm -hmm. what does it recharge? I sometimes just taking a walk, yeah. right? Yeah, it is putting on some music and getting up and walking around your house. If you can't go outside, right. There's just <laughs> different ways to challenge yourself mm -hmm. and your body and your mind listening to podcasts while you're getting in the, in the, sh while I'm in the shower every morning, I'm yeah. listening to a podcast. Cause that's where I fill some of my cup is mm -hmm. my cup comes from learning. Mm -hmm. I, I like to learn. And so I love a good, and then I drive all over. So I'm also listening to books. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I know. know that's, that. I mean, that's something that we yeah. have in common because anything yeah. that we're like, we're constantly trying to learn, you know, but, the road, yeah. you know, whether mine is more like kids activities and, you know, on that or first yeah. thing in the morning, I go for a walk if it's nice outside and have I'm plugging into something inspirational and motivational or something yeah. that I'm learning. And so and some days I just want to hear music when I'm walking yeah. and that's fine. Right. Like, because I don't want to hear anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because you've got too much in the house. I get that. <laughs> but, but I, it's just, there's so many opportunities to take to pour into yourself. And sometimes, you know what, my dad passed away a couple months ago and mm -hmm. I'm not been typically very good at giving myself grace ever. Like I'm a get up, get rolling, get moving mm -hmm. kind of person, right? I'm always, always moving and I don't let myself feel. And I think it is okay to sit in and then feel and allow yourself the grace in the moment to mm -hmm. let the, let your emotions happen. So for me, that's looking different nowadays where I'm like, I am going to sit and watch a TV a mm -hmm. mindless, whatever it is, who knows? Yeah. HGTV is usually what I land on, yeah. right? Or <laughs> something inspirational. <laughs> it has been some Hallmark uh, Christmas movies that they seem to be playing year round, right? But right. I have just shown myself more grace. And, and that is also, I think something that is helpful in, in, in just pouring into yourself, right? Like it yeah. has allowed me to um, just be in the, in the moment. And I think that's, you know, being in the moment is something that I think we kind of forget how to do. Yeah. Um, life is full of stuff that comes to us in all directions. And we need that time and space to just sit process. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. we can't move forward. You know, we can't even know what our vision is unless we sit and process what it is that we really want. Yep. You know, how are we going to find these things? How are we going to stretch ourselves if we don't take that time mm -hmm. to just sit and like, what is it that I want? Ask the questions, mm -hmm. you know? And so to yeah. be able to, how do you fill your cup? 
well, you gotta, you gotta figure out what it is, like what's interesting to you. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. so many different things. And it's just amazing yeah. that, you know, it's everybody needs it. Oh yeah. Everyone, everyone deserves it to, to give back to themselves. Right. Right. So. To take care of yourself, to fill yourself up so that you can <laughs> overflow your joy to somebody else. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I, I have a word that I pick every year. That was, (laughs) you know, um, that's John Gordon, right? The energy, uh, bus and, and he's, he's amazing. I, I got to hear him, uh, this past September in person or maybe it was in August, but, um, and he was talking about picking your word right for Mm -hmm. the year and working. You can even do it with your kids and your, and your families and your schools and wherever. And, um, and I've been doing it a couple of years, three years now, maybe four. And this year, my word is love. And and it has just been manifesting in every direction. And it's also by allowing myself grace and feeling those moments and being able to celebrate my dad before he passed away while he was still here, like yeah. throwing a big party when oh, he came wonderful. off this. And it was just like, you know, these are opportunities we don't get to give ourselves. And, and if you're not in the moment and you don't, don't get, you know, like you can't get those moments back. No. I think that's one of the leadership tenets I've learned in the last several years is life is now, right? If you don't take advantage of that, whether that's slowing down and feeling it or, or celebrating or whatever, you know, but you've got to take advantage of it because we're not going to get those chances back. No, no. It's in those moments is where the memories last, you Mm -hmm. know, we can memorable moments is something that I just want to create. Um, and I, I love the, you know, the words don't have to be, you know, too inspiring. I think it just be, you know, love is something that whatever you want to make of it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, oh, okay. Now it's like thinking, oh man, I got to pick my next year's bird. Here's <laughs> right. We're almost done it. But I, yeah, you know? I have shown up. I, I show up in love. How am I being love? How am I modeling love? Like those are all the things that when I'm looking back on my year and, and we're getting, you know, we're wrapping up. Right. And yep. so it's the perfect time to look. And I, and I, I met someone and I'm just like, Oh, and I like, I'm surrendering to this. And I'm like, wow, this is, I don't know if you know this, but I've never been married. So I am 51 and I have never been married. And I've also been very guarded and very, you know, Mm -hmm. standoffish. And, um, I've, I let lots of walls down and, and it's, it's who I'm showing up, who I'm being, is I am being love and I'm also attracting love. And it is, it's just like the whole year. I mean, granted that my dad is going to fill up, you know, there's a giant Mm -hmm. void there, but it is, I even got to show up for him in, in those and, and teach my family, uh, how to show up in that, in that last week when we were gifted with that week, right. We, we celebrated him and it was just, it was so beautiful. And I can't, I, I would not be in this place without all the leadership that's brought me to this moment. Right. All of our experiences has brought us up to this point. Yeah. And just when you open yourself up to learning and, but also being intentional, you know, a whole year of love, my gosh, how could that change the world? Right. Oh, I mean, it's changed 100%. your life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. So, but it's that intention, right? Oh, it's, it's very and it goes, intentional. And it goes back to one thing, you know, like mm-hmm. one word, one thing, yep. you know, and it's extreme focus 
on that, whether, I mean, it's not like, oh, I've got to be, oh, I'm going to be loved today. You know, it's not that, but no, it's like, <laughs> you don't set out with that. Yeah. Right. No, no. it's just like, okay, I want to show up mm. exuding love in mm. whatever I do, whether, you know, that's with oh, yeah. your daughter, with you <gasps> know, coworkers, what, <laughs> you know, life in general, you know, how could, how could everybody find their word? Right. Do you have any suggestions? Suggestions, yeah. Um, you know, I just really take a few minutes to reflect on the past and what my vision is moving forward, right? And then where I'm at. And I'm I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm pretty much staring at the word. I think I'm gonna choose for next year. <laughs> Which is so funny because I I'm like, how do I, you know, but you can even just look at words that that resonate with you and things that are in your life right now. Like where are you, what are you feeling that you're called for? Like in your heart, spiritually, mentally, leadership wise, do you need to be challenged? Is it opportunity? You know, where is it that exists? within you that you're feeling a tug, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. if you're feeling the tug, it is probably the right way to go, right? It's what you need to lean into most. And sometimes <laughs> that's where we find the most resistance. And for right. me, I tell you that love was probably very resistant in, in, in that capacity. And I'm not saying that I don't love people, right? Right. right. But it was no. different. It was being love. It yeah. was, it was actually an, uh, you know, showing up as love for other people and not just like waiting for the love of my life to show up somewhere, which has never happened. Right. And, and then randomly it just did. So <laughs> I say randomly, but I'm pretty sure I sourced that right into I'm my I'm pretty life. sure you sourced yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I just say, listen to your heart, listen to your mind, connect, put some time together. You know, when you're out on a walk, thinking about reflecting on the past, but also thinking forward and like, mm -hmm. I'm almost positive. If you check back with me, like <laughs> December 31st, my word's probably going to be possibility for 2024. I mean, that's amazing. But I think, you know, what I hear from you is just like, how do you, how do you find that? It's like that tug, like you said, there's something pulling you towards mm -hmm. something. And I, I kind of see it as like, oh, you kind of know what you need, but you're kind of, oh, I don't know, but there's usually a word that draws out and that's like, that's kind of like steering you in that direction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The other words that like, there's a couple others that resonate with me too. Possibility is good, but abundance is also mm -hmm. another one that, mm -hmm. that I'm, I've leaned in pretty heavily into. And abundance doesn't necessarily mean like wealth and, you know, like right. what riches and whatever it's abundance of everything, right? Mm -hmm. It's an abundance of love. It's an abundance of friendship and the meaningful, right. Things in your life, right. You're yes. creating and um, in opportunities and right. it just, it's, it's how you show up. It is mm -hmm. how you live. It's who you're being. Right. I get back to that word of being, but mm -hmm. it's, it's different than thinking it and being it. Right. We can, we can know something. We know a lot of things, <laughs> <laughs> but it's the action part of being that oh, is a struggle for everybody <laughs> that we have to kind of continually relearn, relearn, redo and retry. And I think words, words create meaning individually for us. Like we have our own definition of things. And when I, when I work with people and they, they have the, you know, they share some words, oftentimes I'm like, so what do you mean exactly by that? You mm -hmm. know, because like you said, abundance doesn't necessarily mean lots of things, you mm -hmm. know, it's, oh. a, it's a feeling of, you mm -hmm. know, greatness of having a lot of 
something and grateful for, right? Like you're Mm in turn. I'm like, I, I I have a gratitude practice every night with my daughter. Mm -hmm. And before we go to bed, we always say three things that we were thankful for from the day, you know, like it is, it is something we've done since she's been tiny Mm -hmm. and it's like, if you miss a night and it is like, we, she went to camp for a week and I wrote her notes like three, you know, for one, for every night she was gone about like what I'm thankful for. And Mm -hmm. it reminded her to do the same thing. You know, it's like, okay, I can't not go without saying those things. And right. it was just so fun because it was the first time she'd really ever been away from home yeah. for an extended oh, period of time. Yeah. But, and I think gratitude is a huge, huge mm-hmm. part of leadership as well too, is to be thankful for failures, right. Yes. And yes. and things that have not worked out. Right. And, yes. and what you're learning because everything is not just a failure. It's an opportunity to, to get better and to move forward. Right. And I, right. That's something I've taken. And I, my dad taught me that a long time ago like being fired from a job way back when, and, you know, and so, you know, he told me about those and how they change, change him and challenge him to be better moving forward. And you learn, and I, you know, that's learning. If you stop learning, you stop growing. Right. Right. And I just, I think, you know, people put too much into, to meetings. A lot of people think the meaning of failure is bad, but Mm -hmm. I totally think it's an opportunity to learn. Right. That's how, Oh, you know, what'd you learn from that? Because there's so much to learn about different things. We don't want it to shut us down. We don't want it to turn off our light to do anything because, you know, you know, the world around us evolves because we create those opportunities to learn. Yeah. And and so wonderful. I know it's so good. So good. Like I just, it inspires me just to like sit and talk about it. Right. Just because you know, you're like, oh, there's, there's so many people you can learn from mm-hmm. if you sit and have a good conversation. I think that's the other thing is we get walled off now because of the political conversations people have. Right. And mm-hmm. they're so like, oh, and I know, you know, this, but I ran for school board here in our local area. Yeah. It was crazy. And the hatred and the vitriol, it was mm-hmm. just profound. And I, I walked onto a doorstep and I had to then explain to my daughter what abortion was after I left, which had nothing to do with the school board decision like right, right? like right. and I'm just like whoo yeah well you might want to vote for somebody else because I am not a, on, I'm not on the far right or the far left I am for the middle I'm for the people who want to work together who yeah. want to find solutions and you know like so no and I am I'm confident in saying I'm not for everybody mm-hmm. and that is that takes a leader right like you take oh, yeah. knowing yourself and knowing that you can't be all things to everybody no, because then you're not going to be anybody. You're not going to be anything for anybody. No, you'll yeah, right. So, I I feel like, but even having those conversations just really you took away from that. Like like mm-hmm. oh no, it solidified me in my in my spot on where I need to go and what I need to deliver to help educators move forward. Right, like right. it just kept right. reinforcing my mission of. Yes. I, we need more leaders at a younger level mm-hmm. to be there, to be, to have strong conversations and to know who they are and what they're about and what they're doing so that they don't veer from their mission either. We can't afford to lose any more teachers. No, no, they're our value, most valuable resource for generations to come. And I honor those that are in that position because it's a yeah. tough job. 
it is a really tough job. You mentioned, you know, quite a few mentors, you know, we can, we can talk about, you know, you talked about Rachel Hollis, you talked about the book, One Thing by Gelly Keller, and I know there's lots, and, and we can, we can name some of those others that other people might know, but we also, there's mentors all around us. Who else inspired you in your leadership journey? Well, my dad has been <laughs> and continues to be one yes. of my number one champions, right? He, he, when we were in the hospital, he didn't do a good job of ever telling us how proud he was ever. Like yep. that was just not his style. Yep. And, but in the last week in his, uh, in the hospital, before he came home, he would tell everyone that walked in the door, this is my daughter. And she's an amazing entrepreneur. <laughs> like I'm so proud of her. And I, you know, like, so my dad was a great businessman and he, I learned so much from him. Um, you know, I also would like this growing up like with him. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the personalities <laughs> that you're similar with do this. With yeah. Me. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then I see that in my daughter and you're like, wow, it's so much fun to parent myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now I know what it was like for my dad. Right. But, yeah. uh, but it, 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 he was one, um, I just took away so many gifts of, of strength and humility and uh, just perseverance and hard work and doing things right the first time. And, mm -hmm. you know, like there's so many lessons that, that I learned from him. He's one of my heroes. And then, um, I, I love as a leader and somebody I learned from in my transformational leadership program, Michael Strassner, he's a transformational leader. Um, he's amazing. And, and it's like, you have to, um, be willing to dive into your childhood and uncover the limiting beliefs that, mm -hmm. that separate us from moving forward. And it, and it's a lot of deep work. And I just am so inspired by him and by, because until you have what it takes to uncover what what's kept you from moving forward and leveling up, you're never going to be able to continuously take the risks you need to live the life you want to live and that you're destined to live and the one that the world is waiting for you to live. That is so powerful. That is so very powerful. Yeah. We're so gonna put that on repeat, but yeah. <laughs> he's we amazing. Need to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. We need to hear that. And, and doing that requires work on yourself. Mm -hmm. And then I, I like, you know, it's like, okay, I've done it. Not only did I do it, then they asked me to come back and they asked me to coach it in the program mm -hmm. that I was in. And yeah. so I coached it. And then in the coaching comes more work than you did as a student. And I was uh -huh. like, how is that even possible? And then I got to go through and I got to see him, right. I got to see him as a student and then mm -hmm. I got to see him as a coach. And then I was like, whoa, it is. It's like 10,000 times more. Yes. You and I went in. It was so crazy. It was so good. So he's one of my most amazing mm -hmm. influential leaders that I've ever worked with. Um, and then, you know, there are you people around me, like you, you're who you spend the most time with, right? Right. Right. <laughs> Sometimes I don't want to spend much time with me, but you know, I... <laughs> no, it's, you know, you, you, you and I are a lot alike where we're constantly studying leadership yeah. and reading yeah. books and growing and stuff like that. And, um, and I, I've, landed into a, a mastermind group that I called them my mastermind. We were in small groups in this leadership mm -hmm. uh, transformation, but we've actually continued to meet and we meet every Wednesday awesome. morning at eight 30 is on my calendar locked in. I did it the, you know, the day mm -hmm. after 
my dad died and I, you know, like all these things, like I just, it's a space where I'm not going to miss that because these women are living the life that I, I want to like with the expectations, with, with high expectations, right. And goals and we're, we're moving. And so, so creating and being around um, leaders and people that are manifesting those things that you want to do in your life is Mm -hmm. a space you need to keep yourself in. And if you're the smartest person in the room, then you, you need to leave <laughs> and, and it's you need okay. to find a new group. Yeah. You need to move. And the same thing with hiring people like around you, right? Yeah. I, I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. I'm hiring people that know way more than I do to do oh, things yeah. and it yeah. makes us better. It does make us better. And there's no, there's no, you know, downplaying that because you need more people around you to stretch you and challenge you and just motivate you to be better. And if we're all in that together, learning, wanting to learn, wow, we can surround ourselves with whomever we wish that can inspire us. A hundred percent. Um, I mean, you know, I just, you, it it doesn't even have to be somebody that, you know, that can be a mentor, right. It could be listening to a podcast from someone, uh, that you love. Like I love Tim Ferriss's podcast, Mm -hmm. right. He is, he interviews the most incredibly smart people on the planet. I feel like, Mm -hmm. and, and I, you know, I loved his interview with Brene Brown and it, it just, the, there's so many people that you can grow from just listening to right you don't have to know them you know no but you just have to take that step to go out and find Uh, something find somebody that resonates with you that you can learn something from and just take one little nugget away and make your life a little bit better that day right so I you know in closing is there one little nugget that you would like to leave the listeners with today Mm. yeah I think that the, probably the best piece of advice I can give people would be is if you are hearing something inside of you, whether you know, and can name it or not. Cause I was in that place of, I've done leadership. I've done these things, but I just knew something was missing. Like I had like this void of something was missing and I, I loved my life, right? Like I was doing, okay, things were going all right. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't know what it was that I couldn't put my finger on it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's something that's speaking life into you. And I need you to follow that. That is something that's telling you that there is more there for you than what you're in right now. And you just don't know until you walk inside and you uncover it. you got to be willing to follow that intuition and follow that calling. And that will lead you. I promise that leads to so much good stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. The endless, the abundance of so much good stuff. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Kathleen, for being on my podcast today. Hey, connect with Kathleen. Her website is www.ocok for Oklahoma, cce.com. And Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Finder, connect with her. If leadership, communication, she's all there. So go check her out and get her on a speaking engagement for your organization. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you found some value, insights, and something that resonated with you in today's show. 
If today's show spoke to you, would you please share it with a friend and go over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening from and subscribe to the show so that you can be the first to know when new content and episodes go live. While you're there, would you please give it some love? Please like it, comment on it, and leave a five-star rating and review. Thank you so much in advance for taking two minutes of your time to do this. Your likes, comments, and reviews really help get the word out to more people who need to hear there are positive solutions for their life. I would love to connect with you. You can find me on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, whichever is your favorite platform, and let's have a conversation about today's show. Thanks for listening and have a great week.